This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, May 8th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how are you doing? Doing alright, Dylan. Yeah? How was your weekend? I, I remember being busy, but I can't remember what I was doing. <laughs> too busy to tell <laughs> too busy to remember everything i did uh no just yeah. um as you as you know we we've sold, we're selling the condo we're moving into a new house we're kind of gearing up for that doing a bit mm-hmm. of packing uh i took the wife out to lunch yesterday um just kind of getting things squared away i saw my uncle on friday <laughs> oh yeah yeah was that a momentous occasion how's you know, your uncle doing uh he well he he's he splits his time but uh half between florida half between you know the chicagoland area so oh okay yeah, so well, I, I, right on. I that sounds good. A few months out of the year, but either way, no, it was good. It was good to see him. So nice. And now, nice. now you had a weekend. I went camping. I survived the Oregon nature and woods because the sun the sun came out last week and decided that it's going to be summer, and I might jump back to rainy spring again mm. before summer really hits. But yeah, get out in the woods. It'd been a few years since I went camping, so it was fun. Our uh, our hitters this weekend didn't do much for us. I went over the weekend. Chisholm Hall, Merrifield, and Flores did nada for me, and you didn't do a whole lot either. You had, you know, a few RBIs from Tolls and mm. a run scored from Gutierrez, but uh, kind of quiet on the hitter side for us. As for pitchers, I had Eduardo Rodriguez get a quality start, the minimum for a quality start, mm. but he was okay. You had Francisco Liriano not do well. Oh, no. Had a bad Liriano outing. But <laughs> Roasted. He, he got yeah. five strikeouts, though, so it wasn't like a total loss, but it was bad. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse Hahn, same for me. Not good. Four strikeouts, whatever. But the big ones stick out. You had Matt Garza, maybe the scariest pick of the weekend, and he was totally competent. He was fine. I, yeah, Seven um, innings, one run, four strikeouts. You'll take that all, just about every time, yeah? It didn't get the W because uh, Garrett Cole and, and uh, who's that hot reliever the Pirates have? I can't think of the name. I don't know which one you mean specifically. <laughs> he's, but... he's like this year's, like, he's like the flavor of this, of this season. Yeah. But they were too awesome oh, on Saturday. It was, yeah, they couldn't do anything. Yeah, so no W there. But then you had Zach Davies, who was also, you know, a little bit scary. Also, he did just fine on Sunday yeah, as well. So uh, the, the reliever I'm thinking of is Felipe Rivera. I, 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 oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm looking right now. Also, zero four nine ERA. So good start to the year for Terrifying. Felipe Rivera. Yeah, uh, 18, or 30, 18 or 30 innings, 19 strikeouts, four walks. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing been, just. He's fine. been terrifying. He's he's like the new flavor yeah. of the season. You know, like the new like you know Mark yep. Melanson, new Tony Watson. Yeah, it's sleeper Rivera. Right? So. <laughs> Tony Watson's not slacking either. No. Uh, but yeah, your pitchers did fine. Ed Chris Tillman also went out and threw that five scoreless. I know he wouldn't go that deep, but that one as well. It's like a hope he cool. got a win. Yeah. yeah, if he's on your waiver wire, if he's in your league, Chris Tillman's back. Mm-hmm. He's he's good to go, and he's gonna get stretched out and go. So uh, he is worth taking a flyer on for sure in most of your formats. Matt, we're going to do picks for Monday through Thursday. you have anything before we jump into these picks? Uh, no, I got some stuff for after, but we'll jump in. we should just jump into the picks right now, I think. Yeah, we'll talk about actual baseball stuff first. But uh, yeah, so Monday. I, I just want to assure everyone right now we will not be talking about the Mets. <laughs> I don't have anything. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I got nothing. On, on, I, I think we can kind of talk around this because I think everybody knows the, the story by now. But um, you, 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 you know, the conversation we had, I, I, I thought was was relevant. Just how you know, I, I asked you what what was up with that because you've spent a bit more time around locker rooms than I have. 
Mm-hmm. And you're just like, yeah, baseball players just aren't funny. You know, it's like them trying. It's like them trying to have a prank, and it's just not being funny. It's just not funny. So, oh, I thought you were bringing up this uh, Matt Harvey suspension. I don't know what's up with that. I don't. I I uh, thought you know at first everybody thought that was related to the other thing. I don't know. There was a thing that was on Deadspin that involved a picture with something in the picture that shouldn't have been in the picture in the clubhouse, which is hilarious if you have a juvenile sense of humor like Matt and I, but also somebody's in trouble. Uh, It was funny. Probably somebody in the the Mets' social media department is probably the one in trouble. Yeah, also that. So, uh, what an enjoyably dysfunctional organization. Unless you're a Mets fan, in which case, I assume at this point you're hopefully laughing also. I think think Mets fans have got to have a pretty thick... I mean, if if you grew up with the Mets in the 80s and 90s, and I'm just still a Mets fan, you've... I mean, like, that is like, you know, you you can laugh at that, you know? I mean, I would hope. I would hope so. Yeah. I would hope so. But yeah, enjoyably dysfunctional is the phrase I'm thinking. So fair enough. Well, I mean, okay, fair enough. We should get back <laughs> to the picks. Yeah, Monday the eighth. It's not a full slate. Looks like ten games going on. It was a little bit thin. He's inside. Matt Trevor Bauer did not pitch against the Royals. We were thinking, you know, how is that going to go? He's going to pitch on Monday against the Jays. Uh, I was also going to say we're far enough into the season now. You know, we're we're a full month in. I can start to look at hitting stats and stats for teams a little bit. It's not concrete, but I'm starting to check it out. So the Blue Jays, we know they've been cold. 27th in baseball in OPS, both in a vacuum and against right-handed pitchers. So Trevor Bauer has been bad, but so have the Blue Jays. Would you think about Trevor Bauer going to Toronto? I would feel better about this if it was in Cleveland. Yeah. Because, you know, homeritis a little bit. But you would consider it. The point is, Toronto's bad enough that you could do it, you know. It's a little scary, but it's not my pick. It doesn't sound like it's your pick either. I, no, it's, it's on the not, table. not my pick for the day. I would consider it. I, I mean, the thing with, with Bauer is it's 31 strikeouts to 12 walks in 27 innings. You know, the number that jumps out at me is, is the mm-hmm. six home runs. Mm-hmm. The ball stays in the bark. He's all set. But, it's yeah, Toronto is scary. I, I would have to think long and I mean I would have to think long and hard because he, he he just got lit up by the the tigers and the tigers are like and, and not only that he was walking guys yeah. that you wouldn't believe so we can't if you're listening to this and you're thinking about it we can't make the decision for you but we can say it's it's a green light at least if you want to consider it I I think you can you can figure it out I would consider it's it. an option it's it is an option yeah it's an option how about your boy Adam Conley at home against the Cardinals he has not been great again. But the Cardinals are 27th in OPS against left-handed pitchers. They haven't done much to lefties at all. No, they've not. Thinking about this, I'm scared off of him. I can't do it. But on paper, it's an okay matchup. The thing is, he's been roasted at home. I mean, he only has two. He's in three in three games at home. He's been absolutely roasted this season. So yeah, I don't really buy on Conley at all. You can if you want. It's fine. Like I said, on paper, but I'm staying away from that myself. Mm-hmm. So, Matt, I also like Antonio Sensatella, kind of. He has an ERA under three still, but he's not getting any strikeouts, and he gets the Cubs at home in Colorado. I think yeah. we can stay away from that. Okay, right? yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, how about Alex Wood at home against the Pirates? Are you into that? Actually, yeah, Alex Wood's my pick. Okay, okay. Yeah, what do you like this? My third straight day picking against the Pirates. Yeah, we've kind of decided they're not that scary. Well... First off, I, over the weekend, I found out that, that Josh Bell has a nickname. Okay, what is that? Tinker. <laughs> Tinker. 
I had not heard that at all. I, neither had I, and it makes me completely, re, you know, rethink, you know, re, you know, reconsider my opinion of Josh Bell as a sure is like somebody to be like afraid of. I'm like, I'm not afraid of, I'm not afraid of Tinkerbell. I'm sorry. No, I wouldn't worry about it. And he's not the typical super hard hitting first baseman anyway. He's a fine hitter, but yeah, looks like the Pirates are a little better against lefties and righties. But Alex Wood's been so confident that. Who cares, right? Well, the thing of it is, they are very right-handed. Mm-hmm. They've got a few switch hitters, but the only lefties in that lineup are, are Polanco and John Jay. So, mm-hmm. and Polanco will absolutely be in the lineup because they don't have anybody else. Yeah, Jay So probably won't. They'll probably go with Josh Bell. But what, does he play first? Or they, they toss that Jose Osuna guy in there? I don't know. But they're just not that scary. It, no, there's, there's there really isn't a, a a bat here that that terrifies me from the from, from the right side, honestly. Yeah, Alex Wood allowed four runs in his last start against the Giants. Right before that, he went six scoreless with you know one hit. He's gonna be fine. So yeah, so. yeah. I'm into Alex Wood. It's not my pick, but I'm totally fine with it. I think he's interesting. I had one more matchup that I found really interesting. Nate Carnes going to Tampa Bay to face Blake Snell. Mm-hmm. And we like Nate Carnes. You know, we're interested. He's facing his old team. But Blake Snell is only 34% on 3.45 ERA. 1.53 whip is scary. He has not been that dominant. But Kansas City is last in baseball and OPS against lefties. And I don't know that Kansas City is going to stay this bad, but... They've been bad enough. I kind of got to pick a lefty I kind of like against the worst offense against lefties. So I'm taking Blake Snell, but I also like Alex Wood. I think that's interesting. And then Matt, hitters for Monday. Who are you looking at at the plate on Monday? I'll go C to A, okay? Okay. My C pick, mm-hmm. okay? I'm I'm picking on Nick Martinez. N- Nick Martinez, he's, he's going to San Diego. He's still not yep. good. Uh, he's, in fact, right-handed. San Diego, they've got a lot of lefties, a lot of switch hitters. I kind of like this for Yan Jervis Solarte. I can see that, sure. Yeah, because Nick Martinez is whatever, and Solarte is totally fine. Yeah, especially against a righty. You know, yep. he'll, he'll come from the left side. He does damage there. What percent owned is he? 49. 49? Yes. That's not bad. Safety pick, C pick. Yeah. That's good. My B pick, on, on the opposite side of that, we've got Jared Weaver mm-hmm. at home against Texas. Jared Weaver's been striking out more people than you would think he would, but he's still been bad. Still a 5-5-1 ERA. Have you yeah. seen his splits? Uh, Lefty-righties, or what kind of splits? Yeah, lefty-righty in particular. No, I'm gonna look right now, though. He's getting whooped on by right-handers. For some reason, real strong reverse splits. It's, it's only 65 and 66 at-bats, but yeah, I don't know. Interesting pitcher, not being as boring as you thought this year, but still not good. So, who are you picking against uh, Jared Weaver? Well, the Rangers have an outfielder, right-hander, who, for his career, has struggled against lefties, but done damage against righties. Perfect. He is at 46%, mm-hmm. and this is Carlos Gomez. Okay, I can see that. He should, he, you know, was good with the Rangers last year, and has been fine this year, and that sounds like under-owned to me. Yeah, so far this season, he has four home runs. Guess how many against righties? All of them. Yes. He has yeah. 13 walks. Guess how many against righties? 12 of them. Actually, yes, 12 of them. Good job, Dylan. <laughs> Most of them, yeah. So. Yeah. I'm, I can I'm, see that. I'm going to roll, yeah, I'm, I'm going to roll, you know, the other cargo out there against against Jared Weaver. Yeah. You said 46%? Yes. Yeah. I'm fine with that. And then who's your A pick? Who's your first up? That you're okay. Going we've got the, the Yankees get rookie Davis in Cincinnati. Yeah. If you can find a Yankee that you like, go for it. 
Wow. Talk I mean, about a Red Sox uh, fan here. Wow. I looked at it. Not quite what I meant, but I enjoy that. Uh, most of them are pretty owned is the problem. Uh, there aren't a lot of bargains there, but there's some. I wouldn't consider this guy a bargain, but mm-hmm. he's been absolutely on fire this past week. Yeah. Brett Gardner comes in at 44%. Yeah, that is too low. He should be owned in most leagues. I think so, yes. Yeah. So far this year, five home runs, all them against righties, 14, 15 walks, 14 of them against righties, 9.50 OPS against right-handed pitchers. Rookie Davis comes into the game whew, with a Been whooped on. 1.106 OPS against lefties. Yeah. You want anybody from the Yankees lineup that you feel like can get involved, and he's going to be up at the top. That's a good matchup. It's a good place to hit. I'm all about that. You know, quote unquote, spend the money here. You know, you're doing 44 percent, but that's that's good. So, yeah, Mm. my C pick is Chase Headley getting rookie Davis at 51 percent. He's batting second right behind Gardner and has also been doing just fine. So I'm right there with you. If you can find a Yankee you like, I'm totally fine with that. That's Mm. my C pick. My B-ish pick, I guess these are C and D. Uh, I have Randall Grichuk getting Adam Conley because he's been just fine against lefties, you know, and he's kind of the cheap-ish guy I could find in there. He's 47%, but I I want some Cardinals going to uh, Miami against Adam Conley. I want my revenge. But at the top, I am picking on Nick Martinez. Also, mm-hmm. my A pick is Corey Spangenberg at 0%, mostly because he's left-handed and Nick Martinez has just been, you know, a disaster against lefties and... I Nick Martinez is bad. I'm, I'm not really worried about it. I like Corey Spangenberg, lefty, 0% owned. And if he doesn't make it in, I want a piece of a jumbo shimp getting Nick Martinez. He's 22%. He could easily go for 4, but could easily run into 1. And basically, Nick Martinez is a homer machine, too. So, yeah. I'm going Corey, and if he's not in, I have Schimpf. And then past that, those other ones. So, okay. yeah. But I'm with you picking on, on Martinez, for sure. Okay, Matt, on to Tuesday the 9th. Okay. On the top of my list, as I go down, you want CC Sabathia going to Cincinnati at all? No. No, he's schooled off. Nothing, nothing great. How about Dan Straley getting the Cardinals in Miami? That's intriguing. It's an option. He, Dan Straley's been... Is Dan Straley the new Tom Kohler? Same team, just a little bit more upside? A lot more upset. No, he's he's better than Tom Kohler is. So no, better than Tom he's Kohler? Not, okay. He's not the new Tom Kohler, no. Okay, okay. But in, in fine matchups that you're okay with, I think Dan Straley's fine. Not my pick, but I'm fine with that. Uh, Matt, Hector Santiago's going to the White Sox. And Hector Santiago is still eligible. His ERA is still under three. But the White Sox are fifth in OPS in baseball against the lefties. Do you believe this at all? Are you scared of a lefty going to Chicago to get the White Sox? Am I scared of a lefty going to Chicago to get the White Sox? Yeah. In that I don't I think they're gonna get lit up? Yeah. No, I don't think that. <laughs> uh, they're okay. I, I, I don't really either, but so far they've hit those lefties for sure. So okay. <laughs> not my pick, but he is eligible. ERA's been under three. I'm interested. How about Matt Jarrell Cotton has had some rough times, and he's down to 44% owned. He's eligible. Are you thinking about Jarrell Cotton getting the Angels? Yes, he's my pick. You like that? Yes. Yeah. You just, what, don't believe that he's as bad as he's been, or you just think the Angels are not that scary? I don't think he's actually been that bad. If you actually yeah. like, like dig into the numbers a bit, he, he he really hasn't been that awful. Yeah, people are just giving up, you know, which is... They were talking about, like, they could send him down, but I don't think he's been that bad either. You know, he, I'm, so. I'm looking at this. He he had a bit of a blow-up in his first start. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a blow-up at home against Texas. 
Yeah. And then he, he gave up 10 hits in the game. It didn't. It sounds like his infield just decided not to play baseball that day because I'm, I'm seeing six runs, three earned, and 10 hits. Yeah, not very helpful. No. So I don't really see him as as being, you know, I don't think he's been, he, he hasn't been, like, as advertised. He hasn't been, like, the guy who's going to come in and get, you know, you know, you know, rack up all the strikeouts and have fantastic ratios and a little, little whip. No, he hasn't been mm-hmm. that guy. But he's been competent. I don't, Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be ready to jump off the ship just yet. I, I would be picking my spots, and I think this is, a, this is a spot to pick, honestly. Yep. And the Angels are so right-handed that it should be fine. Hmm. So. Uh, I'm okay with that. I had two others that I liked more than that, though. That was my third favorite pick. But Charlie Morton gets the Braves, and if I wanted some strikeouts real bad, he has 39 strikeouts and 34 innings. He's been fine. The Braves have been adequate on offense. But, uh, you know, Morton's ERA is right around four. That's a fine spot start. You can do it. I thought about it, but I need more ratio help. You know, I was chasing you in strikeouts for a bit, and now I need to chase you in ratio. I'm taking Matt Andreezy getting the Royals, his 309 ERA, 30 strikeouts and 35 innings, and the Royals 28th in OPS against righties. So I'm just basically, I'm picking on the Royals apparently on Monday and Tuesday. Mm. And I'm hoping that that's the safe way to go, especially in Tampa Bay. I think they'll be okay there. But I'm fine with Morton and I'm fine with Jarrell Cotton also. Matt, how about four hitters on Tuesday? Who are you looking at at the plate? C-pick, AJ Griffin is going to be pitching in San Diego against the Padres. It's my mm-hmm. day to pick Ryan Jumbo Schimpf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we just lefties against AJ Griffin all day, any day. Absolutely, right? Pretty much, yeah. I'm not quite as brave as you are with Cor- going with Corey Spangenberg, but I like me I like me my Jumbo Schimpf. Yep. And is that your A pick or your C pick? That's my C pick. Okay. Okay, B pick. I'm picking against CC Sabathi going, going to Cincinnati. Yeah, I think you can do that for sure. The Reds have a right-handed hitter at 0% owned. Mm-hmm. Patrick Kivlahan. Sure. Yeah, he's been able to get in there a little bit. He's been sneaking in there a bit more often. He's in fact right-handed, and they've been sneaking in there against against lefties this season. He's got. He's mm-hmm. already. He's been. He's already got eleven plate appearances against the lefty, and he's done damage. Yeah, so not a ton, but uh, but enough that he's going to be zero percent owned, and they'll use him. He's only been with the team for what? Like not even. Oh, he's been with the team all year. <laughs> Yeah, they they don't use him a lot, but definitely against the lefties when they'll want him. And, you know, Sabathia has been bad enough. You know, this is a very underrated pick, but we've talked about how in DFS, like the more obscure you can get if you can get points out of that, nobody else is going to pick Patrick Kivalan. So no. if he runs into one, even if he only gets you a handful of RBIs, those are points that nobody else got. So I, I think depending on your format, like, yeah, getting real obscure is real nice. So, yeah. And my A pick, Ubaldo Jimenez. Mm-hmm. Uh, has Washington has the Nationals coming to Baltimore? Yes. That means that Adam Lind is probably going to sneak in there as a DH. Mm-hmm. He's at one percent owned. I'm tossing him in there against Ubaldo. I like that. That's a good one. I, I missed that. I did not think about that, but I am totally into that. Absolutely, especially with the DH thing. And that's such a loaded lineup. They've been awesome. So it's a real good pick. Thumbs up from me. I missed it. So I'm picking against is my C picks my my third tier against Mike Pelfrey. Because why not, right? Okay. Right? Why not? Scary White Sox pitcher, Mike Pelfrey. Oh, God. I was going to pick some twins. So I wrote Max Kepler, our boy. He's 27% owned. I think he should be more owned than that. Also, Joe Maurer is 3% owned, which is real low for a guy that has as many homers as Max Kepler, even though I don't think it'll end the season that way, and can totally do damage against righties. You know, a lot of that value might come on walks, so it's better for DFS than our contest. We're just doing straight roto categories, but... Yeah, Joe Maurer, C-Pick, guys I'm mentioning. I want, I want Twins guys against Melfrey. You'll be Pelfrey, pardon me. You'll be fine. 
And then above that, I had a few reds. I did not have Patrick Kivilhan, but Zach Cozart is 41% owned. He's batting 344 last I checked. He's just been on fire. With zero power and zero steals. Just If you want to get some points, you know, that'd be fine. But above that, at 8%, just came back, Devin Masarocco is right-handed. And this is when he was healthy and fine. He was, you know, a must-own catcher. There's some pop there. And him getting a lefty in Cincinnati at 8%. Nobody's going to pick on Mezzarocco. So I'm interested there now that he's back. Mm. But at the top, Matt, I'm sorry to be uninspiring and uncreative, but I want my Padres again. I'm right there with you on AJ Griffin as my A pick. So I'm writing Schimpf is my A and Spangenberg is my B so that hopefully I get one of each Monday and Tuesday. So hopefully Spangenberg on Monday, if not, I'll get Schimpf. You understand. So I want both of them again on Tuesday, but I'm moving Schimpf up because I think Griffin can hang one to him, and I think that he's going (laughs) to blast it out of there. Hang a curveball, get that home run. One for four with a home run is probably what Schimpf will do Tuesday, I'm hoping. So I'm in there. Okay. Wednesday, Matt, the 10th. This is a much smaller day, a little bit harder to... No, actually, no, it's a full slate. I just didn't write as many things down because I didn't love a lot of the picks on Wednesday. I have six pitchers written down. Okay. Uh, Ariel Miranda goes to the Phillies, but the Phillies have been adequate at the plate, especially against lefties. So you could try it, but that's not as easy of a spot start as you think in my head. Would you consider Miranda? I would consider picking against him. Yeah. I, I like him when he gets... Like, if you were facing the Royals, I'd be totally in. But facing the Phillies is not a great matchup for a guy that's an okay spot starter. How about other side, Zach Eflin getting the Mariners? You thinking about that at all? Zach Eflin versus the Mariners? Not in particular, no. He just doesn't strike anybody out. He's okay, but he doesn't strike anybody out. The The upside's real low. How about Matt Cain going to the Mets? Matt Cain's been okay this year. It's the Mets. You thinking about that? Matt Cain? No. no <laughs> I'm not. No. I, you already picked Matt Cain once this year. It's not I, that crazy. I think I picked him twice. Yeah. he's He got blowed up for nine runs in Cincinnati last time out, and his ERA is 4-7. You know, so before that, he was doing okay. Coming yeah. off a real bad start. Yes. How about your boy Jesse Chavez getting Oakland, going to Oakland? That's intriguing. That's such a, like, spot start thing where you're it like, is. yeah, they're not that good, and he's okay. You could do that. I got two more, though, and one of them's my pick. Jason Hamill going to Tampa Bay. You're still off the Jason Hamill train, right? I am off, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'd am i think about it. I don't want it. Matt, our boy Chase Anderson is down to 44% own because he's allowed... <laughs> Back-to-back four-run outings. He's also only allowed one home run all year, which was his problem before. And you could say, oh, he's been lucky, you know, and that he's going to regress so hard when they start flying over the fence. Or you could say, hey, maybe he's figured it out and he's keeping the ball in the yard. I don't know the answer to that. Nobody really knows the answer to that. But he gets Boston. More importantly, also, he faces opposite Kyle Kendrick. So I'm hoping he'll get some help. He'll get a win. So the first time in a long time, I'm picking our boy Chase Anderson in a tough matchup, though. But it's kind of a thin day for me. So Mm -hmm. did you join me on Chase Anderson, or did you have somebody else? I've got somebody else. Okay. Do you think I'm crazy picking Chase Anderson against the Red Sox? It's not a pick. It's in Miller Park, right? Yeah. I wouldn't make that pick. I mean, it's not like it'd be a lot better in Fenway. No, it's true. It wouldn't. I'm banking on him continuing to not allow home runs. Hopefully that that's something he's figured out. But the regression could be bad there. There's a risk to that one, but I'm excited to see him eligible. And the people have jumped off the train a little bit because they're too bad so-so outings. ZRA is still 286 on the air. He's been okay. 30 strikeouts to 12 walks. I'm in. Okay. So who do you have, Matt? I've got 
Joe Musgrove facing the Atlanta Braves at home. Okay, what do you like about that? It's true. I, I, I just I don't see the Braves you know, being able to to do that much against Musgrove. For just first from a lineup standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, they, have, they have to use a DH, and I don't yeah. know who that's going to be. <laughs> I can take a peek at their lineup, you know, and the, there's nobody that scary on the Braves. I would feel like. So that being said, Musgrove is he's coming in with a 5.4 ERA. He is not a 5.4 ERA pitcher. No. Um, 24 strikeouts, 10 walks, and 31 uh, two-thirds innings. He's mm-hmm. had problems, with, you know, giving up home runs. He's given up six already. Last start, he got he got knocked around a bit by the by the Rangers. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm just not that scared. I I I think Musgrove is, is a better pitcher than a 5.4 ERA pitcher. Yeah, the Braves bench is Kurt Suzuki, Emilio Bonifacio, your boy Jace Peterson, and outfielder Lane Adams. I think that he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be good. So I'm fine with Musgrove there. I don't. I mean, my thought is you probably DH Matt Kemp and toss somebody in right and go. Yeah, Lane Adams gets in. Marquez, Ender Inciarte, and Lane, Lane Adams, Adams. I guess. Yeah. yeah, that's probably what you would do. I would think. Okay. I want to give honorable mention to Derek Holland getting the Twins. He has a two oh two ERA, but he's fifty one percent owned. And I'll tell you, I would have taken him. I would have done it. I would have had Derek Holland. He's not eligible. I endorse that. It's, I, I don't love it, but I'm halfway buy-in on his 202 ERA. I don't think this is Matt Latos. I mean, I don't think that he's, you know, going to be incredible, but I'm at least halfway buy-in on Derek Holland, and mm. the Twins aren't that scary. So, all right, Matt, who are you thinking for a hitter on Wednesday? Okay, uh, my C pick. I'm picking against Ariel Miranda. Okay. Miranda is, in fact, left-handed, so we want to look for righties. I'll, mm-hmm. toss, I'll toss Cameron Rupp out there at 10%. Sure, I like that. I, I wrote that down. Yeah. I have no problem with that at all, and he is right-handed and capable of hitting lefties and has been just fine this year. So, all right, that's a good C pick uh, in the lefty. My B pick, I'm I'm going to pick against German Marquez. Okay. In cores, so why not? In cores against the Cubs. But I'm, I'm going to go with it with a player who's only at 1% owned, and he's, in fact, left-handed. Okay. Is this Miguel Montero? No, it's John Jay. John Jay. Okay. All right. Yeah, if he gets in there, for sure. It's hard to find guys to use in that Cubs lineup because, again, they're so... Yeah. owned you know yeah. you gotta hope that miguel montero gets in there or something so mm-hmm. yeah i like john jay what do you like about him going to german marquez in colorado Le- lefty and righty in favor for for john jay and it's in course mm-hmm. that's yeah that's i'm fine with that that's good enough justification for me especially at one percent owned and then matt who's your a pick for wednesday okay uh zach godley is pitching at home against the tigers Yes, not sold on Zach Godley. No, that that gets my antenna up just because I, I watched him be bad all year, almost all season last year. Mm-hmm. The thing is, he doesn't really have a platoon split. He's just not very good against either side. Yeah. Between 2015 2016, he's 785 OPS against lefties, 805 OPS against righties. Mm-hmm. The power seems to come a bit more from the right side, but he seems to walk a bit more lefties. He's bad enough to pick whoever you want. Pretty much. That's kind of where I'm headed, yes. And the D-backs bullpen is whatever. It's whatever, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it really is a whatever bullpen. Yeah. So who do you got there? I think I'm going to have to roll Alex Avila out there again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, he's been just fine. That's weird. How owned is Alex Avila? 30%. 30%. He's climbing up there. That's People are taking notice. Yeah. Uh, you have not used him as an A pick yet, so... That is a guy we've mentioned, but have not put in play. So, yeah, I like that against Zach Godley, for sure. Why not? All right, my picks. I want to pick against Jaime Garcia as my C pick. I'm at least mentioning this guy. If you can find some Astros that can hit lefties, go for it. 
Marwin Gonzalez has been on a hot stretch trying to get himself okay. into that lineup. Actually, I wanted to bring him up. Okay. You know who's leading the Astros in home runs? Is it Marwin Gonzalez? You know who's leading the Astros in RBIs? <laughs> Marwin Gonzalez. Yes, with 9 and 21. Uh, not counting today. I don't know if he did anything today in, on Sunday, but yeah. uh, 9 home runs, 21 RBIs coming into Sunday. The Astros are getting ready to run away with that division, at least how it looks right now. <laughs> Seems that way. Also, Marwin Gonzalez was known forever for the guy that had only hit solo homers. He hit like 20 in a row or something crazy. <laughs> I forget what the stat was. It was something like he had like 20 or 30 career homers as like a pinch hit bench guy and he had never done with the guy on base. And I think it was last year he finally did it. But he's doing just fine in RBIs now. He was also the guy that broke up Hugh Darvish's uh, open yeah. was It was a no-hitter or perfect game. I can't remember which, but either way. Oh, I remember that a couple of years ago, too. Darvish was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. He's always just been a bench bat with some pop. And, you know, and you see those home runs, and that's working still, and trying to make himself a, you know, into a full-time guy. Well, he can hit lefties, and he gets Jaime Garcia. He's 63% owned, I though. Was, I thought it was higher than that. It's a lot. So, he's my C-pick. Unlikely I'm going to use him in the actual contest, but I want him to get some love on this show. We want to mention him because keep an eye out for Marvin Gonzalez. If he's available in your format, think about it. Because yeah. if he fights his way in the playing time and he's going to hit like this, that's that's the thing. So yeah, it is. above that, I want to pick a lefty against Jason Hamill. Jason Hamill's been beat up by righties this year, but traditionally it's lefties. He's a traditional split guy. Mm. A cheap left-handed bat on the Rays who just joined in. Colby Rasmus is 1% owned. And Colby Rasmus is capable of running into one for some power. He's, you know, not going to do a lot else. But if I can get him to run into one against Jason Hamill, I, I want to give Colby Rasmus some love also. Now an option. We just started playing this week. Go for it. 1% owned. But my A pick, Matt, I'm also picking against Ariel Miranda, but our boy Aaron Alfair is only 15% owned still. And he's still been awesome. He's been, he's been great. He's been a bit banged up, though, I think. Been a bit banged up, but he's been also, you know, you got to keep an eye on whether he gets in. But I'm hoping that by Wednesday he'll be okay. He's not on the disabled list or anything. No. So no. if he can get in there, hopefully he's all right. Mm. He can mash on lefties. Him and Cameron Rupp. I went between him and Cameron Rupp, and I decided I liked him more. But I'm right there with you. So if he gets in, that's my A pick. Aaron Alt there getting Miranda. I like Cameron Rupp too, though, for sure. All right, Matt, we got one more day on the slate. It's Thursday. This is the shorter day. On the calendar. Not as many games to go from. Hopefully we can find something out of these 11. Do you like Giovanni Gallardo going to Toronto at all? 4.46 ERA? Not in particular, no. No. He's been better than you'd think, but that's still not good. How about Clayton Richard going to Texas? He's been pretty whatever. Clayton Richard going going to Texas? Yeah, that's a pass for me. The only, you know, I think I've, I've I think we, we've rolled him out there a couple of times. I think we usually only roll with him in Petco. Yeah, in dire situations. I'm not tossing with her in, in Texas now. No, nope, you don't want him. Miguel Gonzalez gets the Twins. He continues to be just fine. The Twins are okay against righties, but if you really need somebody, his ERA is three one eight. It's been fine. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. Too uninspiring. I think it's totally doable with no real exciting upside, but you could do it. Mm. Three more names. Uh, Matt, Ty Block got destroyed, as you called. Got some props for that. You were in that. It <laughs> didn't look good. He no. gets the Reds. I, I don't know. You can. No thanks. The, again, no strikeouts, no upside. Tyler Anderson gets the Dodgers. I kind of like Tyler Anderson, but he's opposite Clayton Kershaw. It's in Colorado. He's been ugly. I'm interested, but not a good matchup either. Matt, my pick on Thursday, J.C. Ramirez getting the Tigers. J.C. Ramirez continues to be just fine. Mm -hmm. 
He hasn't really been blown up. He hasn't been amazing, but this is a serviceable guy with the velocity to succeed, and I'm not that scared of the Tigers. Last time out, he got those scary Astros that I avoided. He went six innings, one run, only two strikeouts, but handled the Astros and Marwin Gonzalez. Matt, am I crazy for JC Ramirez, and who do you have? I have JC Ramirez. Yeah, so you're, you're on board a little bit, yeah? I am, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, you know, if he flamed out and wasn't that good from here going forward, I wouldn't be blown away, but I'm at least paying attention. And on a day like this where, I mean, was there anybody else here that you were even considering? Not really, no. It was, it's, it's a, a pretty, tough day. It's a pretty rough day for, for streaming. It's a tough day. He'll be in Anaheim, and I'm not that scared of the Tigers. So we're on board with JC Ramirez. It's not enthusiastically, but not hating it. It's much better than Clayton Richard or Miguel Gonzalez. All right, Matt, who else uh, who are you thinking for hitters on Thursday? Oh, also, sorry, honorable mention, Eduardo Rodriguez, who still continues to be okay, going to Milwaukee, 52% owned. Can't pick him. Also, okay. that's a tough matchup. But Well, spe- speaking of Erod, I'm picking against him with Brewers. Okay, yeah, he's a lefty. You can do it in that park. At 41%, Hernan Perez. Yes, yes, I, I like him. We've, we've mentioned him. Uh, no, he is a lefty, so he, you you lose a bit of the, the chances of a stolen base. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Erard is, in fact, a lefty, so you lose a bit of chances of the stolen base. I'm really not that concerned. I'm more interested in Hernan Perez's bat. He's been actually pretty hot these past two weeks. He got, he got off to it. He was yeah. ice cold in the in early part of April. He's just really warmed up in the past week or two. Yep, and he you know can handle a lefty for sure, and he's been getting in there because Ryan Braun's been out. Ryan Braun might come back, but yeah, if he gets in there, I like it. I, they're still trying to figure out what to do with Bronny as, as far as as far as that goes. I would expect he'd be back on Monday, but you know who knows. Yeah. So either way, he's my C pick. Mm-hmm. What percent owned is he? Forty-one. Okay, there you go. People have been noticing he's been getting hot. The White Sox get Nick Tepish, and I I saw him just get lit up by Boston, so I've got to pick against yeah. him. Even I just I'm... I went here, and I need you to help me. I'm glad you picked. Okay. Who in the world do you pick from the White Sox lineup? Because I looked. You know? okay. I've got I've got an option for you at 36. <laughs> percent Okay, cool. One of the few White Sox who routinely makes me smile, uh, Melky yeah. Cabrera. Okay, I looked at Melky, and I just I couldn't pull the trigger, but I was same thought process for sure. If you can't pick Melky against Nick Tepish, you can't pick Melky ever. I that's kind of what I'm worried about. But yeah, no, I. <laughs> I'm fine with this because he's been that bad and the Rangers bullpen isn't anything. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that for sure. Twins, but either way. Uh, I looked, I want to look at these guys because they're all hitting because the White Sox, you know, are doing well. Mm-hmm. Yolmer Sanchez. Is that a person? <laughs> Honestly, I, I follow the White Sox pretty close. I know a bit about their, their minor league system because, you know, they made a ton of trades. I had no yeah. idea who Yolmer was when he got called up. These names, Yolmer Sanchez is playing second base. Yeah. Leury Garcia, we've at least heard of, is yeah, playing he center. came over from Texas a few years ago. He's been okay. in the organization. Yeah, just still, whatever. Cody Ashey's the DH lately. Uh, okay. Cody Ashey's going to be DHing in Charlotte pretty soon. Yeah. Omar Narvez, we talked about him last year. Oh, I, love, you know, I love Omar just, Narvez. He's our, he's our left-handed catcher. He's fantastic. Just these names. Tyler Saladino, of course, and Willie Garcia, Matt Davidson. This White Sox lineup. It's fun to see him go, but I, I'm fine with you picking Melky because that was about the only place I could almost go. I didn't do it, but yeah. I'm, I, honestly, okay. I'm, I'm a little annoyed Adam Engel hasn't been called up, but we, we keep getting you know the, the Garcia brothers tossed out there. Yeah. yeah, and then Matt, who's your A pick for Thursday? Who do you think you're going to go with? A pick. We've got Jacob mm-hmm. Turner. 
going to be pitching uh, against the Orioles in in Washington for the Nationals. Yep. He's, he's been okay so far, but I don't buy it. I assume you don't buy it. We, we've seen him have that weird reverse platoon split where he sucks against righties and is fantastic against lefties for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, the Orioles have a have have a guy who's been who's a right-handed hitter who's been rough against lefties and fantastic against righties this season. Yeah. You know who I'm going with? Uh, I don't know. Jonathan Scope used to be that guy. Uh, it's Trey Boom Boom Mancini at seven percent on. Oh yeah, him too. Yeah, absolutely. We I already picked him earlier this year. I'm into that. Yep. Yeah. So you like him? He's only seven percent owned. He's cooled off a little bit, but if he gets in there, that is a place to go. I like that. Totally fine with that. Me too. There's the pop there to be interesting. Cool. So for my D pick, if you want to pick anybody from the Reds or the Giants against each other, Bronson Arroyo against Ty Block, you can do that. I wrote down Scott Shebler, still only 40% on until he get Ty Block. If you can get under one, it's in San Francisco, it's not great, but then it's just a mess of a game. Any hitters from there, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Above that, I want to pick on Martin Perez in Texas. He's been okay. I don't believe it. If you want a right-handed Padres bat, I still like Hunter Renfro. Hasn't been as strong as he's I was hoping, but he's right-handed and has the power. Uh, I'm I'm a believer there. And then above that, I'm picking on Clayton Richard in Texas. Absolutely. You mentioned Carlos Gomez earlier. He's right-handed. I'm in on that. He mm-hmm. gets a lefty. And I'm thinking with this Clayton Richard thing of he's a worm burner, ball's going to be on the ground. I want a fast guy. So I want Carlos Gomez, who's very speedy. Also, above that, I mentioned him last week, Delino DeShield still leading off for the Rangers and could handle a lefty. He's 10% owned. Use that speed, put that ball on the ground. It's maybe my favorite hitter pick this week. You know, and maybe he'll run less against a lefty. I'm not worried about it. His job's to get on and to run, and I think when they blow him up, he'll score a bunch. So, Delano the Shields at 10% against Clayton Richard. I'm all about that. The speedy guy against the ground ball pitcher is what I'm hoping that he can, you know, get through and, and do okay there. So, Matt, that does it for us through Thursday. What else you got? You got anything else before we get rolling? Yeah, do we want, we want to do the we we had, we had a few reviews on iTunes that I could bring. I could oh yeah, we haven't checked in in a few weeks, but Matt did look and said we had two good ones. Yeah. Uh we don't. Well, we had two. We had two. They're all good. All the reviews are good. We <laughs> yes. told you if you review, we'll read it. So go give us some reviews on iTunes. It helps us uh, grow ourselves a little bit. We we now have, I think eleven, no twelve total reviews. Perfect. And let's take a look at the most recent. A friend of the podcast, uh, Ron, at Mirage5, says, yes. I love Matt and Dylan as they discuss streaming picks for season-long pick, season uh, for season-long, and picks you might make with DFS. Straightforward stuff. Love it, guys. Thank you, Ron. We appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks, Ron. Yeah, appreciate we, it. Yeah. We, we Ron's active on Twitter with us, and it's yeah. always good for that. It's at Mirage5, knows, knows DFS, knows wrestling. Quality, yes. quality dude. Um, but the one that, that has, I, I swear, you're going to think I did this. Okay, yeah, you're trying to tell me about this before we started, but I'm eager to hear it. Just because I don't think you're going to believe me. It's L-O-L-O-M-G-2002-3067. Okay. First, title, uh, five stars, title, sure. a must a must listen. It's a one-sentence review. Okay. Matt Duoskin is my spirit animal. Is that it? Yes! <laughs> it's a six-word review. That's... By... Oh boy! You know, and it's good. five stars. Five stars, and I'm I'm ninety percent sure I can put that on my resume. Yeah, you gotta like like a book. You gotta like write it out and then put the little like quote underneath it. <laughs> we said it, but you put the quote in really big letters, 
and then just like some internet commenter like below it's, it. Yeah. It's LOL OMG 2002 3067. I don't think it's anybody at work. If it is somebody at work, I, that would that would really shock me. That's pretty good though. Yeah, no, I'm I'm you know any spiritual guidance I can provide as a, as a spirit animal, I'm I'm happy to do. Uh, you you can, uh, you can you can send those tweets to to me at Matt D DFS <laughs> underscore DFS. Yes. Um, yes, and like I said, if you write us a review, as long as it's relatively appropriate, we will read it on air. So here he is. Even if it's if, even if it's one star, I'll I'll read it. I might not read your name, but I'll read it. <laughs> Well, we appreciate the iTunes reviews. That's a good regular segment to check in on that. That's good. That so, delivered. So, so so far, these customer reviews, we had somebody compare my voice to Kermit the Frog, and somebody said yes. that I'm their spirit animal. That's good. That's good. We're getting reviewed, not even just the show. <laughs> we are. I, and I'm I'm okay with that. You can you know you can tell me these you know I. You know, you know yeah. the, the Kermit the Frog thing that we, we did have like a forty-five minute discussion at work about that. Just like, did you? Do I really sound like that? And they're like, yeah, yeah I, I, I could see it on, you know, on you know your voice. You know, you never sound the same in your head that you do like on a recording. Sure, I can. I think I told you I can hear it if I squint with my ears, but it is definitely <laughs> not the first thing that I hear at all. So uh, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I was a little self-conscious about that. Like I, I, I want to say it bummed me out. It's just it's something I never realized that somebody would, I would hear. So I, was just I like, thought it was. I mean, yeah. Oh, you thought I it was hysterical. I remember your reaction. I thought it was funny, but I also didn't think it was mean because I don't think it's that true. You know, I didn't it's think kind of silly. I, I didn't take it as mean. I just it's something I never really thought about. I never. You don't have a weird voice. You're fine, Matt. I didn't say I, had a weird voice. Voice. I don't think it's it, it. It's just something I never really considered. Like, do I sound like Kermit the Frog? No, no, I don't think so. But it does make me laugh. Yeah. So either way, keep the reviews coming. We we love reading and we love hearing, even if they're negative. You know, again, we'll still read it. We just won't. We just won't say your name. And if they're negative, at least make them constructive. Not no, no, hey, no, you no. suck. I, I, I know. I, hey, I, you guys I, talk too much about iTunes reviews or whatever. I don't know. I would. It'll well, be fine. It's the, it's the end of the show, so they can choose whether or not. I mean, we're pretty we much do done. Do that. We're pretty much done with the baseball stuff anyway, so they can choose. Like, yeah. To listen, but that's true. That's true. You know, yeah, it's, it's like like the the guys who call into sports talk radio shows to complain about the show, change the station. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. All right. Well, that should about do it for Matt and I. Matt, as he said, is on Twitter at Matt D underscore DFS. Anyone's talking about baseball and wrestling, and especially things, wrestling. You know what? I'm 37 years old, goddammit, and if I want to watch wrestling, I'm going to watch pro wrestling. There you go. As you should. I, I, I just, you know, I'm I'm, I'm too old to care if, if somebody's going to make fun of me for that. That's excellent, though. I have an appreciation for that, for sure. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Also like to, I guess I'll listen about wrestling. I don't have a lot to add, but I'm fine with that. But <laughs> we like talking picks. People tweeted us and be like, hey, which of these three do you like for tomorrow? Yeah. I had one the other day and I had to go, none of them. I don't like any of those. I think I saw that. But yeah, we like to hear from you. Although this week I've had a problem with my phone. I haven't, it's, it's, it's slowly dying and it won't like always acknowledge the SIM card. And when it does, when it does that, I can't always get, get, yeah, I can't always access everything, so... That's not fun, but yeah, not we will fun. get back to you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that should amount to it for us, though. Thanks to Matt. Thanks for you guys for listening. I'm Dylan. Have a good week, and we will talk to you on Friday. Enjoy your spirit animal. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. 